0: Hey everyone, this is Mike Andy. You're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Today we're going to be talking to someone that makes $185,000 every year cleaning ovens and barbecues. Before we get into that, big thank you to today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. Go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp for a free 30-day trial. Uh, some of the questions that I've received about uh, FreshBooks and what they do, uh, one of them was, does it work with Mac? Yes, it does. It's It has... It's on any device desktop, mobile, tablet, whatever. It works on PC or Mac. Uh, another one was Does Freshbooks allow for your team to collaborate? And yes, you're allowed to track your time and collaborate on the same projects and on uh, the same client. So if you have a big job with one client, multiple people can get in on the software and track their time, etc. Uh, another one was Can you accept credit card payments right through Freshbooks? Yes. Uh, there's uh, lots of different integrations and you can start accepting credit cards right away with zero setup required. It's all integrated right through FreshBooks. Uh, a couple of people were asking if you have to actually download it onto your desktop. No, it's all online. So you can just access it anywhere. You don't have to uh, have it uh, downloaded on your computer. And if you're away from the office, you can pull it up on your phone. So it's just it, like, like the, 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 the amount of people that are not running software like freshbooks that is doing their accounting doing their customer relationship management uh, keeping track of all of their interactions with their clients and keeping track of their information it, you're losing out the, the 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 few dollars that you would spend on a program like like freshbooks is is incredibly dwarfed by the amount of upsell that you can give your the the, the upside that you can get from this whether it be upselling your clients just keeping track of their Correspondence with you, so you know how to effectively uh, upsell them to certain types of products or services. If you're if you're doing anything besides FreshBooks, I would highly, highly recommend you go to FreshBooks.com/slash bootcamp. And in the How did you hear about it section, put put Business Bootcamp Podcast. I really appreciate FreshBooks for stepping up and supporting the podcast for as long as it has. And I just I just know it will help you if you haven't been using FreshBooks. It's the best software out there for small businesses. I would say under Probably five hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars. If you're underneath that, it's the best bang for your buck. Check out FreshBooks.com/slash bootcamp now today on the podcast. I had a call with another Mike, um, so hopefully it doesn't get confusing. His name is Mike, as well as mine, and he has a barbecue and oven cleaning business that he's wondering if he should if he should uh, uh, make a franchise out of it or make like a. Business opportunity package where you he would sell like the operations manual, some equipment, uh, some marketing stuff, just kind of get someone started uh, as a package, and then they can run their own show. So he's kind of we're kind of weighing out the balances. There is no right or wrong answer that we really go over, but we give out the the pros and the cons, and he's just trying to figure out how we can scale this business up. And so you're gonna see the kind of the pros, the cons of having a franchise model versus a business opportunity. And I really encourage you, if this is something interesting to you, you know, hit up Mike on his website and uh, see if this is something that you want to do. And a simple, small business that's scalable and has a lot of potential, in my opinion. So without any further delay, let's get to Mike and the oven cleaner that makes $185,000 doing what he does without any employees. Here we go. Yeah, it's not a problem. Cool. So give me me a little bit of background, kind of like how you started it. I know I know that you're you're doing barbecue and oven cleaning, and then I know you've been doing that in Colorado for quite a while, making pretty good money for you know that kind of industry. So, let, but give me some background why you started it, how you started it, and then I got about 22 minutes, and then I got to get out of here. <laughs> so Not go no ahead.
1: Problem. So yeah, yeah basically uh, for me, uh, the, the the industry I was in as a project manager before I started this was uh, uh, you know I've been I was into it for like 15 years, was getting bored with it, needed something else to do. So came across the concept of, of doing barbecue cleaning as a, as a business um, from really having to do my own grill. I mean, it was just a miserable experience having to clean my own grill. And got online to, to see um, how to make it easier on myself and came across other, other people in the, the country doing this as a business. And I was like, I didn't even know that existed. Hmm. Um, so... Um, you know, looked into it, and um, no one was doing it here in the Denver metro area. And uh, you know, so either there was no market for it, or um, you know, I was kind of one of the first ones to bring it here. So, um, you know, ultimately, when I started this, uh, I started on the weekends just as a side job, uh, um, just to make a little extra buck. You know, and didn't didn't know if, uh, if it was going to work or not. but, um, You know, over the years, um, uh, working a full time job, doing this on the weekends. It, it um, turned into a, uh,
0: uh, a nice, you know, full-time job. Cool, cool. So now so now you have Prestige, which is the name of the company and everything. Um And yes. kind of describe to me kind of like the question, kind of a little bit more in detail as far as what you're trying to ask and like, because I know you're trying to scale this thing out and you're kind of wondering how to do that.
1: Yeah, I... Um you know, one of the things about this business like i kind of stated in the email is um you know it, it, this is a unique business where um people are are realizing that this is a service that they can offer in their areas and um I, i've been fortunate that you know i had somebody in in florida call me up out of the blue and ask me if um i could help teach them how to to get into this business and that kind of opened the door for me to um you know kind of create a a uh, training program um, for others. So, with, with, but at the time when I did that, working a full-time job, trying to you know tra- travel for that, that business, uh, trying to run my business uh, on the weekends, it just I didn't have the time to even uh, pursue that. So, uh, or or build upon it. So now that um, I, I've been operating this business full-time for for you know last two years. I feel like I've got the, the I, a little more time to be uh, to to expand on that program. Mm-hmm. So, one, it's either you know do I create a, a business opportunity for others to get into the business, um, or do or I expand into other areas, um, or I franchise. Um, so, as I'm trying to uh, you know just kind of think of the, the, the bigger long term picture um you know i honestly don't know what what the right uh direction for me is at this point right
0: yeah like like it's a tough one like for us for instance um the reason we don't i I wouldn't do the business opportunity for our company is because i want them to be able to obviously have our brand um but then i also i want to be they're helping them with like, as they grow, like not just at the beginning, not not just getting them started. Um, because I feel like for your industry, this is an interesting concept though of doing a business opportunity because once they kind of get started, once they have some training, some tools, some resources from you, they really could kind of do their own thing. Um, and there's not a whole lot of like ongoing support. And one of the hardest thing for a franchise or to do is, uh, is to provide enough value for the franchisee ongoing to where it doesn't they make the franchisee feel uh, cheated by sending their royalty check in every every month So like for instance if you did do a franchise uh, would there be you just have to ask yourself the question like is there enough value that you're providing them on an ongoing basis where they don't feel like they're just, like kind of checked in with you gave you a bunch of money and then now they have to send you a royalty check for using their name for, for using someone brand name right uh so whether that be showing them how to do uh you know scale the business part of it like hiring uh training their employees uh billing stuff like that or if it's like uh, how to get into different types of ovens or barbecues that they can like expand into that's more ongoing. But I feel, I feel like you have an interesting concept that could be more of a business opportunity where you're you sell like a package, like to get your business started and then let them do their own brand, their own website, stuff like that. Um, is that what you're kind of thinking?
1: Yeah, that's kind of uh, the way that uh, helped this uh, gentleman in, in Florida get started was just kind of give him a. a um, here's the, the equipment. Uh, here's the proprietary equipment. Here's a training manual. Um, this is everything you need um, to to get your business up and running. Um, went out there, uh, trained him how to how to clean grills, and. Um, uh, now he's his own business. He's his own company, uh, operating in his own manner, and he owes owes me nothing. Mm-hmm. So could uh, could I expand on on that to to kind of create more of a value or more packages? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly as a um, you know the the ongoing royalty thing. You know, certainly that's more of an appeal. Right. Um, for, for most people trying to get into you know franchising or, or start a franchise but um, um, you know there there certainly could be additional packages uh, that could be created absolutely
0: what what? how much would you be selling a package like that for you think Mike?
1: Um, well the way that I ended up uh, I, I don't have the numbers here in front yeah. of me but uh, for what I sold that, that particular guy um, his package but I, you know, if I was to kind of look at other packages that are on the market right now for for other business opportunities, they're going with 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 the the amount of um, equipment that they have is right about a fifteen thousand dollar investment mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, I think the franchises are, are a little bit higher than that, but um, you know, somewhere in the fifteen thousand dollar range for for what I know the the other business opportunity uh, or franchises are doing right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder. I wonder. Have you considered trying to scale it out yourself and just have employees in different markets?
1: Um, you know, certainly that's a uh, that's something that I, I've I've thought about. I've entertained. Yeah. Um, I, I I do have. Um, well, right now I, I, I don't have employees, but I've had oh. uh, two employees full time um, for more of my the seasonality, some college kids that, um, you know, on the summer break, um, you know, come and help me out, work with me, uh, from that March to, you know, typically it's through September, but, uh, uh, both of them ended up going back to either school or off mm-hmm. to their career, uh, a little earlier this year. But, um, um, so yeah, I could definitely get, um, you know, employees to, to help out. Uh, could I do that in other areas? Sure. But there's also that, you know, training and, right. and um, uh, supervision
0: yeah, like like the only difference, like the the thing if it's the franchise, the only pr- hard part about franchising is the cost up front, and then you really have to sell quite a bit more as, and like its just, it's all a legal thing, right? Like even with the business opportunity, there's a lot of red tape as far as what you can and cannot say. And like you can't yep. control the brand at all if you say it's a business opportunity. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of legal stuff, right? That's really the main difference. Whereas like, and the thing too, like with a franchise, you really have to protect your, like, you got to do it right from a legal standpoint so that people can't come back at you or they can't tarnish the brand. Um, and so you really do have to spend quite a bit of money. Uh, like, like you're looking at like a hundred plus grand, just setting up a franchise, uh, to where you can start selling the units.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of looked into that, and I was I was kind of more in the range of just even just even thinking about it, it was more uh-huh. of like in the thirty thousand dollar range. Right. Um, just just even start the process. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then and then the, the the I'd say yeah, you could like I've seen some that will do it for you for like forty. Um, the thing is, you got to remember you also also you know might have to go to trade shows. How are you going to market it? Get those first five yep. or ten. And then, you know, that they're not going to pay for your burn rate for very long. So you got to, you know, get to a certain number before you actually make money off of that. Right. So it's a little bit different. Like it really comes down to how you want to grow the business. Right. Like, I think it would work both ways to be perfectly honest with you, um, because with the franchise model, you can give them support. You need to give them support outside of just training. Um, whether that be online marketing support what, like where you give them uh, say seattle.prestigegrillcleaning.com and then you know in other markets like San Francisco or sf.prestige grill.clean. and you do all the website stuff. and then you drive leads to them. You could do something like that. You could do something where you have a call center and you essentially have like some 800 barbecue oven bbq oven you know something like that um that which by the way we would actually work That's seven letters um like something like that where they you can drive value to the franchisee by having the giving them leads so that that'd be one way to do it because i think i think you're you, you have i think if, I, if i'm correct you're thinking about it like this the business opportunity is probably easier to get into you can probably start selling them pretty quickly um the problem is you're not gonna, once you sell it to them they're kind of like gone you don't you don't create yeah. any brand. You don't get any recurring revenue, and it's kind of a one shot deal. Um, yes, if it gets popular, you can start upping the price. But at the end of the day, there's only so many barbecue cleaning companies that can exist. Um, and so what you're looking to do is okay. If I want to get to 100 of these, I want to have some recurring revenue, and not it just stop when I get to 100. And so if you're one, yeah. if you that's the way you're thinking, it's a little more long term. Then I would say absolutely do franchising if you're like hey i want to spend three years i want to have two conferences every year like uh, every six months where i try to get a hundred guys in a room and sell them on this this uh four five ten thousand dollar package and make you know a couple million off of this like if i can eat. it obviously it's all about getting people to that that um that meeting uh, but you know that's a, you know another option, and then also you could always if you did the business opportunity route, Mike. Oh, another way to monetize that is to create your own products and then make it like sell those to the the business opportunity people.
1: Yeah, basically the, the that and that's kind of what where to me to monetize this it would be to either um, one. I don't know how it, I'd necessarily do this, but uh, either one, help them with their advertising, help them with their their marketing. Uh-huh. Um, uh, obviously, the equipment um, that they would need to get started. I obviously I could sell that, but it, but again, all of that is just a one-off type right. of a thing. Right. Um, you know, all of their you know the cleaners that they need. You know, certainly could I could I start stocking some of that and and start selling that to them sure absolutely but uh, yeah the whole the the, the monetizing it um is definitely um where i want to would want to start to take this because i mean ultimately you know i want to try to scale grow and duplicate my business yeah. and um the only way to you know again is that is that franchising I, it kind of it kind of sounds like it yeah but um, you know, because I'm not going to be able to duplicate my business um, with a business opportunity. Right? Can I do, try to duplicate my business through someone else and have them help them grow their business? Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not obviously uh, uh, bringing me in any kind of a royalty right. or anything like that down the road. That's just helping somebody out, um, which you know certainly I I, I would enjoy doing right like what's no. interesting
0: what's interesting about your the business model that you'd be selling is okay this can be done mostly by one person so someone that doesn't want to hire a bunch of people they can still get into this um but then they can you know work around their have their own schedule things like that they can like based upon the numbers you showed me you're grossing almost you know 180 or whatever a year uh and so i'm guessing you have a pretty good profit margin on that like you can you can literally sell this as like hey you can get a a six-figure income, almost uh, as far as net profit, by yourself, not having to hire a bunch of people, and we're gonna give you the leads like that. That would be the value to being a the franchise. Mike is if you can create a website and a brand, like, like I said, if it's something like one eight hundred barbecue oven. Um, and kind of like 1-800-GOT-JUNK, right? Where that's the number and the reason they, they are so successful is because when you call that 1-800 number, it's not the franchisee you're calling, you're calling a call center and then that lead is pushed on to the franchisee. And so the reason that was so valuable is now when you buy a 1-800-GOT-JUNK, you instantly get leads all throughout your, your community that is calling that number. And so the franchisor has all the power. And so there's no issue of like, oh, well, now they're not giving me any support or they're not giving me any help because they just got me started. And so that's our like our big challenges and as we you know, franchise our company is like, okay, how do we provide value long-term? And so the royalty isn't like a ongoing problem. We're always, always like trying to make up reasons how we're helping the client or, or like the franchisee so I think, I think that you could do that. I really do. And that'd be the more profitable route. It really comes down to, you know, what do you want out of the business? Because if you do the business opportunity thing, you could probably supplement your income, make an extra, you know, 20, 30 grand a year, do a couple of these a year by people who reach out to you and you'll make a little bit extra on the side. But if you wanted to go like all in on it and, you know, it might take a couple hundred grand worth of, know franchising uh doing some stuff wrong figuring it out doing some marketing to get franchisees like that's really you know in a few years of really a lot of work uh but if you can keep your business going and kind of supplement it and kind of have a, a little bit of cash reserves i think it's doable and then even if you start selling these for 10 15 grand like it's it's i think it's a an opportunity for someone that is you know, has entrepreneurial tendencies and doesn't want a job, but then can't handle the management side of running a business. Sure. Absolutely. And, and if, if you can provide the value of like, like I said, like I think the best way for this to work is if you were able to generate the leads for them. And so whether that be a call center or like creating their website at least for them at the beginning where they can like someone that's non-tech doesn't like to manage can jump into this business make a a solid salary or like a solid income every, you know, this is a great business because it's year round in some regards, you don't, there's different ways you can make that. And so I think it's, I think it's a great opportunity and one that could really, really work. Um, I don't know. Is there other franchises that are doing this already?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of franchises out there right now that have been around for a little while. Um, but they, uh, they solely just focus on just barbecue cleaning. That's all they do. That's all they offer. That's all they sell. Um, uh, some of them, I think one or they both might do repairs as well. I know one mm. does. I don't know about the other one. Um, then there's a uh, would be another business opportunity out there that's been uh, doing this for a while. That um, kind of started it, uh, here in the United States, um, uh, and he'll sell you you know all the equipment and everything himself. Um, but what I find is that you know for for, for that he, he just some equipment hey here you go here's a training manual get going um but it doesn't help them with the business aspect of mm-hmm. it and i've gotten uh, quite a few you know handful of phone calls every year um from guys that say hey how do you hey, you know i need help advertising what are you doing how are you being successful so uh, i i see that there's an opportunity there to help um other grill cleaners out there uh, with their marketing, with how to find uh, uh, customers. Um, you know, maybe anybody can teach you how to how to clean a grill, but it's the running of the business, right. um, making it a, a, a business that, that's difficult for these guys. Um, and that's the part that I, I would probably focus more on um, helping them out with. Um, you know, again, I, I can... I can tell anybody, I'm the best uh, grow cleaner in the world, but that doesn't, you know, I'll teach you everything I know, but that mm-hmm. doesn't help you run the business. Right. So, um, you know, that's the the, the, the the direction that I would take this is, um, you know, I'll, I'll get you going, I'll help you get set up, I'll give you all the tools and the equipment, but let's teach you how to run the business. Let's show you how to get the um, you know the right message to, to present to the customers. Um, that's where people are. are I think are struggling, uh, uh, at least with the business opportunity. I don't get too many people from the franchise side uh, calling me up. It's more of of you know the 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 one off guy that that starts his his uh, company and and now he's been going for for six months. August comes around. Everybody um, is on vacation. The phones stop ringing and he's struggling to keep his business afloat mm-hmm. uh those are the kind of guys that i i uh, tend to talk to more often so um but uh, yeah i think uh you know i think in my mind uh um i already have kind of the the, the base for this business opportunity to um you know already have a program the training manual already have everything you know the contract everything already set up uh based off of, uh this guy that got started in florida you know, that would make, make it easier to basically start with that, at least get it to a point where, um, you know, like you said, if that generates enough income over time, then maybe that could be used as, is. if I want to start franchising
0: my business. Right. And like, that's partly Mike, like why I started a second location is we were going to franchise right off the bat, but like, honestly, one of the main reasons is we need to spin off more cash to fund the franchising process. Um... Because I need a number one creative system that's going to run without me. And then while I'm working like crazy on the franchise opportunity and, and getting marketing for that done, I still need income, right? And so, like, it's a, it, a lot of times when people go for the franchising thing, they're like, okay, it's 40, 50 grand to do the legal stuff. And that's great. And then they forget, that, like, they're going to have to travel to trade shows or, like, do marketing somehow. And they, they don't have any money at the end of the day, right? So... So I think I think you're I think you can actually do this as a franchise and I think it's gonna make more money if you do it as a franchise for yourself. And I th- I personally think the best like the, the best way to do that is offer leads to your consumer to your franchisee. Make it where like literally you can promise them they're gonna get X amount of leads in their market and then you can run the marketing to make sure they hit those numbers and when you do that you're basically handing them a package business, right? Like you can you can go out and tell people how to do it and all that, but they don't they might not do it, right? Whereas if you would run a franchise, uh you can control their flow of leads. If you do it like like I'm just looking up actually right now barbecueoven.com. It's probably taken. Yeah, it's taken. Um, but like I was thinking, like one eight hundred barbecue oven. I don't, I don't even know if that phone number's available. But like something like that is a brand that can be put on all of the trucks. That when people start to see the trucks, they start calling. But guess who the call goes through? You as the franchisor, yeah. right? And now you're yeah. offering value.
1: Yeah, no, makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're The reason why that's probably taken is uh, there's an awful lot of uh, um, oven-cleaning franchises in the UK and Australia that, um, uh, you know, they're like lawn care, uh, you know, or, or maid services here. Um, there's an awful lot of franchises over there. So, right. you know, ultimately, they're going to come here. And in my, my opinion, I might as well be the one to start it here right. instead of letting them you know come over first so um yeah that's kind of been my my ultimate goal since i started this i mean that's ultimately why i called this prestige instead of mike's grill cleaning okay. um you know i wanted this to be a, a nationwide type of a, a name or company or mm-hmm. recognition um not something that that's a local only uh type company so um that was my strategic at least my strategic thinking in the beginning.
0: Yeah, like I guess I guess oh. really I think both ways would work. I think it really comes down to how much time you want to put into it, how much money, and like, cause it, obviously if you go the franchise route, I think you you would make more money long term if it works out. Whereas low risk and easy hanging fruit is to do a business opportunity where people can just buy, you know, for twenty grand, um, a, a system that works. Get all your training, how to do it. You tell them how to do it, but you don't necessarily do it for them. Um, and that yep. that'd be the low hanging fruit.
1: So um, for the for the franchise route though, um, like you said, it's a couple hundred thousand dollars to, to kind of get that up and going. Um, obviously with this, with my business here locally, I would have to get the the, the infrastructure or the, the people in place to basically operate this particular business location while I step away then and start to build.
0: Well, I would say, yeah, like I would say, I would say you need at least someone to be doing the work part, like and that is like cleaning the ovens and the barbecues, to give you time to work on the concept, iron out like the legal stuff, maybe make a few trips to potential franchisees or have them come meet you, um, go to trade shows, etc. And so I don't think that'd be a massive push for you because you could probably pay someone, you know, thirty, forty grand a year to take that part off your plate. And they, they you know, expect them to be pretty good at that price uh, if they're clean. But you'd have to train them to make, make sure. But at the end of the day, that's what you want is you want to make sure. And this is the part of the reason why I'd almost say try doing the business opportunity for a while because you're going to get a lot of different um, problems come up. And you're going to get uh, in, uh, in the other companies. And you're going to find out where the holes are in your business model. And then you'll be able to create a better franchise. So what I mean by yeah. that is like, like this is part of the w- reason why like the course has helped me so much. Like I teach a landscaping course uh, for business owners yeah. because I see where the model has holes in different markets and then it can, it helps me m- you know, modify that franchise. So when it comes to market, it's, it's really good because the last thing you want to do is you sell a few franchises, whoop-de-doo and then you find out, okay, it was great in Colorado, but all of a sudden it's not working somewhere else. And so yeah. if you can iron those problems out before by you know, offering a package for a couple years, maybe sell five or six of them, get different feedback, what's working, what's not working, and really develop the business side of things so it can work anywhere, it's really uh, scalable anywhere, duplicatable, then I think that might be more valuable to you.
1: No, that's a great idea. So let me ask
0: you this. Mm-hmm. Did, did you start your landscape uh, course with that in mind to
1: basically kind of start your your building your base for your franchises
0: yeah yeah I I I knew that we were gonna franchise from the get um but I knew that the course would allow me to get hundreds of people in the US uh, and we have Canada and, and Australia that have the course and give me feedback on what's working what's not working and then I'm able to know okay and this, you know, I know for a fact that in certain markets where the course is selling, they've they don't hardly mow grass at all. So like, I need to figure out how if I'm going to sell franchises in those markets, what can I be selling, or what can I be providing value to them to offer other of their services. And then I know in certain markets it works better. Some sort like I need to modify certain things. And then I also realize there's certain things I need to change. For instance, like um, our estimate sheets that we we've, we've edited a couple times. Um, what else have we changed? A few different types of marketing that I've as I started out with, and I'm like, you know what, that doesn't work as well. It doesn't portray the brand exactly right. And so I just I just switch it all up, right? You just learn by seeing how it works everywhere else. Cause at the end of the day, you can't be at all hundred franchise locations, right? So you want to make sure that the business model that they're following is rock solid, so it actually works. Cause that's the best marketing for your franchise is when it starts working. When you got five franchisees and they're all killing it and they're all making 150 plus gross, within a couple of years like that's the best marketing cuz they're going to tell their friend like it's just the best right um and so a business model that works will sell one that's mediocre you will be doing so much marketing to sell it you won't be making any money
1: yeah makes sense
0: so i if i was <laughs> I you if i was you i would probably do the business opportunity not because it's going to make you more money but because and i'd only do it for the next few years But I do it just so you get the experience of how the business model works. Keep tweaking your... the, the, the manual that you're giving them, keep tweaking the training, your website, stuff like that, test a lot of things. Like what's nice is when you have 10 guys that they don't have any like uh, financial responsibility to pay you every month, they give you a lot of really good feedback. What I mean by that is like sure. if you've helped them, you you know, they even if they bought a package from you, but if you email them once a month, get you know what's working for them, you start getting ideas and then you might pivot the entire business model or how you market because of a way something, someone breaks into something, taps into something, right?
1: Yeah, and that, that actually has happened a, a few times with this uh, this guy in Florida. Um, him and I speak um, uh, on uh, st- we still speak quite a bit, uh, and, and basically he's told me a few things that he's that he's done that's like, I, I wish I would have thought about that. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. So no, you're absolutely right. You, you will learn stuff from uh, from them, and uh, uh, no, that's a good point. Um, I, I he brought up some great. Um, Suggestions
0: there. Cool. Well, is there anything else? Because I'm a couple minutes late, but like, is there anything else that you you know b- pops right to your head? Because I didn't read your whole email, so I didn't get if there was other stuff at the bottom.
1: No. Basically, uh, you, you kind of answered the whole question. I think the the overall gist of the uh, the, the email was, you know, hey, I've, I've had an opportunity to sell sell somebody a business opportunity, yeah. but I kind of want to, um, you know, ultimately franchise this, like, it really was. You at the end was you started a lawn land care course. You're, you've expanded your business into a second retail location and you're going to franchise it. What was the ultimate deciding factor for you to say, you know what, I want to franchise my business?
0: Um, it's so that because was kind of right. It's the most. It's the fastest way to scale because you don't need as much capital. So for us, it's it's that's why i had actually asked you originally. Could you have employees in other markets? Because with your business, it's not super capital intensive. For us, like you, Correct. you need to have a bit of money to like start in a new market penetrate it. It's going to take a while for you to actually like start making money just cause it takes a while to get enough uh, customers and stuff like that. So it would be like, I could keep doing what I'm doing now and that is like start one location a year, but that's not very interesting. Cause what in the 15, 20 years, I have 15 locations, which is great. It'd be a great living. But I think in 15 years, you know, using the franchise model because you're tapping into the capital of the franchisee, it just, allows you to to grow so much faster and then they're managing the employees you know they're managing their equipment and taking service servicing their equipment and it's not all on on corporate headquarters which gets really heavy as far as now you got to manage the managers and then the people at each location if you're if i'm owning them all right so that's why franchising for us is makes sense because i don't want to have to be managing 2000 employees directly under our company i'd rather manage 150 franchisor like headquarter people and then make sure i'm making them create a business model for the other 200 franchisees to then run their businesses effectively sure okay so but yeah i hope that helps and then like um let me know like i if i were you i'd like this is honestly what i would do i would say okay i'm going to do this for x amount of years Or do this, say, okay, I'm going to make this $10,000 business opportunity. Once I sell 10 of those and I have a hundred grand sitting in the bank, I'm going to go start my franchising process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's kind of what crossed my mind when, uh, a a few minutes ago. So, um, wonderful. I, I appreciate your, your insight. Um, it was kind of nice to be able to hear, um, perspective from somebody who's kind of going through this themselves Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, started the business opportunity for others and now is taking it to the next uh, level. So that's kind of uh, what really intrigued me to reach out to you.
0: Cool, cool. Well, hey, um, if anyone's listening to this, because I am recording this, uh, check out uh, prestige com And if you're interested in a, bu- a business opportunity, do hit up Mike because I would love for this to be where he can get a few people off this or something like that and then um, really take this business to another level by getting feedback. So like, I think that's what what you're going to get. Mike is, um, people that would just want to do this because it's, it's, it's a perfect blend between entrepreneurship and then having a job that you don't have to manage a bunch of people and you'll get people that actually have a bigger business, but are tired of managing 10 employees that they don't like and they just want a simple job that they can work their schedule around. And this is what it would be for them. Right. And so, I, I think I think you can learn a lot by having five, selling five or ten business opportunities and then let's stay in touch and then uh, as I'm going through my franchising stuff I'll, we'll, we can definitely uh correspond very good I appreciate it thank you all right take care Mike have a good evening you too Mike bye bye bye- bye